Minutes from Latvia with Mike Collier. Well, welcome back to Minutes from Latvia, a podcast uh, produced by Latvian Public Media with me, Mike Collier. I'm back in the pod for the first time this year and joining me here in a slightly dark pod today. It's a little bit sinister, but I'm sure he'll be able to brighten us, uh, brighten things up for us, is uh, Andres Rubins, who is, well, I'll let him introduce himself because he wears so many different hats simultaneously. It's quite hard to keep track with them. Um, the most prominent of which is as one of, I'm sure he'll hate me saying, an advertising guru uh, in, in Latvia, but he's a, a leading member of the creatives. So Andres, who are you? Where are you from? What are you doing? Yeah, thanks for inviting Mike. Uh, I'm a, a guy from Sigolda. <laughs> I caught the train there this morning. Lovely place. Yeah, so so we are, I think we are quite connected in terms of uh, Widzeme, <laughs> yeah. which we both enjoy and love. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, the, the most of my time professionally I spend in DDB, which is uh, one of the top advertising agencies in, in, in Riga and also part of uh, a global network all over the world. Yeah, I think we have around uh, 15,000 people working in uh, 98 countries all around the world. So it's kind of also nice to be part of bigger uh, family. But in Riga, yeah, we, we are a team of 45 people working with uh, great brands and helping them to, to grow even bigger, be more loved, more respected. Brands like LMT, like uh, Nordia, Balta, Statoil and um, many others. Yeah, that's my main title. So I'm managing partner of the agency and I uh, love to kind of to, to help uh, our team uh, to grow, to, you know, to have ambitions uh, to get better and better. And, and it's still very challenging work day by day. And I would say you're probably the most impressive networker I've ever met as well, in that you seem to know absolutely everyone in Latvia. Those that you don't know, oh, you right. set up events so that you do get to know them. That's and, true. And uh, check true. everyone out. Uh, no, it still happened to meet uh, people uh, which I don't know. It's it's not, not doesn't happen often, but it it, it has happened. It was I think last year twice. <laughs> uh, I was joking, uh, but no, I mean. Uh, if you are working in communication industry for 20 years in a row, I think it uh, it's just uh, part of the job to, to to really be you know involved in processes in in, in almost every industry. I'm uh, involved with with our partners, and of course I also have been active enough to to take part in uh, Latvian Advertising Association work and Latvian Art Directors Club and. And actually also starting several new initiatives basically to help uh, our marketing and advertising industry become uh, smarter and, and better and more you know, knowledgeable, more exciting. Uh, yeah, so it just happened organically. It, it was not my plan initially to, to be you know, part of five different uh, movements, but <laughs> that, that's how it happened. Well, people often talk about the advertising industry as a sort of barometer for economic well-being of the country. It's an indicator of various different things, you know, not just people's consuming habits, but their sort of aspirations, their recreation or time and stuff like that. Um, what's the state of the advertising industry in Latvia at the moment? Because I guess it went through a pretty rough patch during the rather drastic recession, but yeah. there does seem to be a lot more, a lot more variety of ads uh, hitting us these mm. days. I mean, I think advertising industry as, as such is doing quite well, although there are a lot of challenges. And, and I mean, there are so many kind of new opportunities out there and uh, like branded content and all the social media and mobile marketing and so many kind of new technologies appearing. And it's, 
for me it's the most exciting times let's uh, to to be in advertising yeah because it's really not about you know what will be a new print but it's rather like what formats what's you know way of you know what, what kind of content are mm-hmm. we going to build or or create you know um so it's much more the choice is much bigger at the same time i mean you know there are so many so much competition coming from everywhere uh which was not uh, probably before like like you know just you know people who happen to be bloggers or who happen to be instagram stars or who happen to create a great uh, you know youtube content and suddenly they become small agencies mm. or you know content creators and it's an it industry and startup industry which is growing fast and is is kind of eating up a lot of kind of uh, digital design and and coding talents uh, so there's a lot of challenges but at the same time i would say that the, the industry in latvia and also in in europe as i see it is doing pretty well and is is uh, moving uh, from traditional you know ads to very interesting and more branded content style ads where you actually don't feel them uh, as advertising you rather see them as you know great event grant you know new app or a new platform or new movement which brand support initiate mm-hmm. yeah and actually that's also more exciting for ourselves yeah because then it's you know for you to choose you want to join the movement or not not disturbing it so much with with uh, you know ads in 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 tv when you watch your favorite uh, evening show was it the the midsummer's murders or <laughs> one of those right well you know i i, I and I, then I, suddenly powder ad is appearing yeah out of the blue so i think kind of the the, the trends and technologies allow people to be in more control which is in short term uh, brands hate it but in long term i think it's good for all parts I'm quite interested in the role that Latvian language plays uh, in the advertising industry because it kind of surprises me perhaps that uh, there seem to be a lot more original ads aired in Latvia than maybe people would expect and I think yeah. is this partly because of the demands of language law and so on that you you know you have to address in the in the official language I mean there is the there's a Russian market as well within Latvia mm-hmm. a Russian speaking market but d- does the fact that you know Latvian is a, an unusual language which you know not many people outside of Latvia speak does it kind of help to create this sort of indigenous uh, advertising mm. space i think one thing is that that the people if you want to build relationships uh, you normally would use the language uh, the the person uh, speaks best and understands best and and then of course in latvia uh, the dominant uh, number of people speaks or at least understands uh, understands latvian language so yes it's it's uh, the main language of of communication is still latvian and it's it's not just you know it's not just because there's a regulation that mm. if you put outdoor ad it it had the, do- the dominant language actually has to be latvian yeah. well it was not so much that it's just i i'm kind of surprised that there aren't more just dubbed ads where it's an international ad it gets dubbed into latvian and shown okay, yeah. and you know that certain other countries in say central eastern europe i mean you see an awful lot of those okay, ads yeah. it's purely anecdotal observation on my uh, i think part, it's i think the, the this kind of localized uh, global ads are still there yeah. uh, at the same time of course if if you look what you know local creative agencies do of course it's and especially what we do you know the bigger agencies of course it's it's much more creating our own content because i mean then they need creative agency otherwise you know they need uh, mike who can uh, translate or somebody else who can just you know uh, yeah basically localize that yeah so um 
Yeah, so I think there's a lot of good content uh, coming out. Uh, of course, there's a lot of shitty ads still there, which I which I am not proud of. But uh, and and uh, we we try, you know, never kind of accept ourselves. Mm. Uh, those ones coming out of our agency, but but uh, like I, I still switch on TV sometimes, and and not always be very proud of my industry. But uh, so there's a lot of you know potential to get more smart, more intelligent, more entertaining in, in advertising. But there's good content also coming out and I see a lot of good films, uh, short films or video content on, on Facebook and different social media which people like and which is pretty competitive. The only problem very often is that it's so local and the context is so important that we have no chance to win Cannes Lions right, yeah. because I, 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 they wouldn't be so in, uh, they, they wouldn't Why have enough time. dragging a log around the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So they, they in Cannes jury, they wouldn't be so patient to, to listen why, you know, it worked and, and what it actually actually means for Latvians. Yeah? Not that you mentioned really bad ads. This is not the reason I'm bringing this up, but I couldn't have an advertising expert in the same uh, room as me and not mention Dormeo mattresses um, because they've become a kind of, uh, obviously other mattresses are available, yeah. but they've become a kind of uh, sort of kitsch joke in that they're ubiquitous on Latvian TV. Mm. There are lots of references in popular culture to Dormeo mm. mattresses and I, for one, don't understand where they get this huge budget from to advertise for something which you would think is a fairly small uh, volume product, mm-hmm. but it's. The, the, I was trying to think of an analogy from the UK, and the closest one I could come up with was something like Ferrero Rocher chocolates, okay. which is sort of you buy them as a kind of you like them though you don't like them. And how do you explain this Dormeo mattress phenomenon in in, in Latvia? My, I, I've, before you answer, yeah. I have to admit that I came home about six months ago. And I saw a Dormeo mattress rolled up, had just been delivered, which uh, my wife had just ordered. And I was like, oh, God, she's fallen for it. Another victim. But I lay on it that night, and I have to admit it was quite comfortable. No. Other mattresses are available. Yeah, no, I, I mean, in, 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 you know, in every, uh, in all time, there, there are some brands who are kind of, you know, doing things which probably look strange. Uh, at the same time, I think if it would not work, they wouldn't yeah. continue it, doing it for years. So, I mean, probably it, it, there's something in, in, the, in the way or the format or the channel they use that actually brings them results. So even if it's not, you know, very kind of appealing or, 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 or attractive, it may be effective, yeah. In my personal theory is that... Uh, in their adverts, they always show very nice houses, the very nice people, and they unroll their mattress and they sleep on it when they have a very nice bed or something. Yeah. But I think in Latvia, a lot of people, myself included, still sp- uh, sleep on these sort of fold-down Soviet yeah. sofa things. And actually, if you put another little mattress on top, it makes a big difference, but mm. that's not quite as attractive in advertising terms. Yeah, kind of, there's, there's a nice trend I li- really love is is moving into, you know, more authentic and real, you know, uh, people real uh, real real life kind of yeah but at the same time most of advertising still want you you know mm. to to build a dream so you can you know you, you you when you buy the mattress you not only have the the mattress but you also feel like you are in the in this beautiful contemporary <laughs> house with 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 uh, with amazing you know uh, wife and three kids around the, the the kitchen table so 
But I think I, I really like the idea that, you know, we, we should move from the fake to real, not only in, in news, but also in advertising. And Well, you did host a very interesting event last year, um, which was one of your Breakfast of Champions series, yes. where you get sort of interesting speakers and some not so interesting to uh, address uh, um, the creme de la creme of creative minds in, in Latvia. And you came up with this... Uh, sort of notion that skepticism is coming in in Latvia and a sort of healthy skepticism, which we also see mm -hmm. now being championed in news and all sorts of things. Do you think that's where we're going or are, are we there already? No, I think we are there. And uh, for maybe for some brands, it, it kind of, uh, they, 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 they want to respect it and some brands just want to continue as, as, as they did. Uh, so it's, it's, again, it's up to us and up to agencies, up to brands to you know, to to become more, you know, intelligent and less bullshit, and more authentic, more transparent, or to continue to, you know, to, to build the, the the beautiful story around mm. the, the very ordinary products, yeah. So I think, uh, but yeah, the criticism is growing because, I mean, the, we, we, we are, the, the industry is more experienced. I mean, we, we've uh, failed in so many, you know, Facebook competitions and, and, and other kind of promised lands <laughs> so we, we just become more critical more skeptical and, and wanna you know and that's why we trust the most like the best ad is still the word of mouth so we, we still the, the best ad is a recommendation for my friend or for my a person on the internet who actually tried the product. So again, it's it's uh, it's it's uh, it's it, that's it's another trend in, in marketing, moving from products to experiences. Yeah, so that it's not just what you sell; it's actually the whole experience, what you can you know manage, not just uh, when 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 you try to promote product, but also when you you know try to follow how the product is used and how happy people are and how they can promote this happiness to others. Yeah, so that's uh, again a very interesting field to 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 work to be in. Okay, well we'll. Take take a brief break now and we'll right. come back with more about actually selling things to people, physical objects, um, in another project you're involved in called The Red Jackets, which I think people will be uh, quite intrigued to hear about. So we'll be back to you after this brief message. Minutes from Latvia with Mike Collier. Well, welcome back to Minutes from Latvia, a podcast from Latvian Public Media with me, Mike Collier, and my guest today, Andris Rubins of Sigulda, a very beautiful part of the country, but he's uh, as metropolitanized and as uh, plugged in as you can get to the Riga scene as well. And he's involved in a project called the Red Jackets. Now, when I first heard of the Red Jackets, I immediately thought, being British, of... Um, uh, Butlin's holiday camps. I don't know if you've heard about this, but uh, no. these were sort of quite cheap holiday camps in the very popular in the 1950s and 1960s. And the entertainers were called redcoats and they all wore these little red jackets. And so if you were an aspiring singer or comedian or, mm. you know, juggler or something, you wanted to become a redcoat. In a way, there's a tenuous analogy because part of your red coat, red coat, red jackets project is about sort of entertainment. It's about certainly about engaging people in a story and mm -hmm. making, well, the export of products from Latvia, to put it in its most brutal uh, uh, sense, making it something which people are interested in, want to learn more about, want to experience more of. So can you just tell us a bit about the red jackets? All right, so it's a, it's a new angle. No, I know, but I think I, I love the part of you know being uh, entertaining because I think that's 
that's uh, very critical if you want people to learn something new even if it's your your brand or product you better be entertaining and you better wear a red jacket than you know another black suit and actually our inspiration when we started the movement and the, the whole idea behind the movement is really to promote the best brands who are which are created in Latvia and which are exporting you know great amount of of products uh, all over the world and also which are telling great stories around the world because uh, many brands do sell products but that's where they stop that's where their their imagination and and kind of you know entertainment stops so it's it's not just you know finding those brands which are doing the best at the moment but also and even more promoting other companies who are exporting or might be exporting you know to really think hard or invest a bit more in 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 the storytelling in the design in the packaging in a, uh in basically which is very critical especially if you want to compete globally and our inspiration of of the name of the movement red jackets came from one uh, single photo and you might remember it uh, it was uh, i think uh, 10 years uh, ago uh, the nato summit photo with uh, 30 country leaders all in black besides one <laughs> and the one uh, is Vera Vita Freiberg wearing Ferrari red uh, yeah. costume and and that uh, and that moment i was uh, and many of us uh, found, uh, like we're really proud of of latvia because latvia really shined globally really was standing out and not just outfit mm-hmm. also i mean the content and the this intelligence on and uh, you know the way she could you know Well, it also indicates confidence, doesn't it? And I mean, the confidence, if you do exactly. That, it shows your I mean, confidence. and and the whole idea is, if 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 we have smaller resources and if we we come from smaller country, we have to, uh, you know, be more entertaining. We have to, you know, work harder to to stand out. Mm. And she did it perfectly, and and that just you know worked uh, great uh, for 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 ourselves as a you know. as imaginary you know uh, how we would imagine you know brand in brands in different industry and we mm. have them yeah of course we don't have a maybe one you know kind of skype or story at this uh, uh, at the moment but we have 100 uh, a smaller skypes in their different niche industries and which are amazing brands which uh, are telling stories maybe not always as you know bright and entertaining as we would wish but that's why we we are kind of uh, that's why we do this and i mean all too often it seems that the word export in latvia all people sort of think of is well wood products and sort of uh, transshipment of uh, oil or whatever yeah um this is completely different to that i mean you're talking much higher up the uh, the the food chain as it were and the value no, no, chain no definitely i mean there still of course i mean the the, the business to business brands are still uh, dominate the 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 biggest exporters of of, of country but uh, there are many and very diverse industries which are represented you know started with design and fashion industries which are exporting more and more uh, with you know experience and entertainment industries like you know Aerodium, and there are like cosmetics brands. There are different IT industry brands, which is also extremely great because I mean they, you know, purely add value, yeah, and don't you know uh, kind of involve too much uh, natural resource. Um, I so mean, is there anything that all these all of these 100 brands have in common? You know, beyond the fact that they're Latvian, is there some sort of DNA yeah. there linking them? That was one of the missions, actually, and this is something that we still are looking for. Uh, I mean, we we are we are in two thirds of our mission because uh, in an, uh, this uh, fall, uh, November, we will uh, uh, we will um, have thirty uh, five uh, best brands uh, 
best exporting brands, and this will be the third edition. So, and then altogether we will have hundred stories, mm-hmm. and the, the, the third book will come out uh, next year on on Latvia's hundredth anniversary. So then we will have hundred stories, and from there, the big task will really be to identify what is you know the the one special or a couple of special characteristics that uh, you know. Uh, makes Latvian brands special. Yeah, at the moment, I, I, the the thing I see in 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 diff- in in, uh, in several examples of those successful brands is that we have taken the industry which has always been there and added a new twist to it, and added uh, something unexpected. Yeah, and it's it's in in different examples, and I think that's part of you know uh, Latvia being pretty you know. Unexperienced at the same time creative, yeah. As we don't have a, a long history in, in you know, in, in uh, producing uh, all kind of products, we are more flexible, more fresh when mm. it comes to approaching them. Yeah, and I think that's part of probably the story. Well, something I really like as well is you mentioned this book that you produce. Yeah. In a way that would seem to go against this, you know, digital revolution. Everything's supposed to be online. We're communicating via social media and so on. But what I really like is the fact that this this book is it's a really really high quality, you know, no expense spared, done meticulous product. You can't get more old fashioned than a book, and yet somehow that that mm-hmm. itself is quite different. You know, to take yeah. that care rather than give out leaflets or booklets. I mean, this is a hardback, large format, you know, glossy, photo heavy. Production. Mm-hmm. I mean, why did you choose that? Oh, well, I think first of all, we wanted to demonstrate that we take it serious, and that uh, Latvia is not uh, just about you know cheap labor, as as probably uh, part of the West world still kind of w- want to see it. But mm-hmm. actually, the Latvia is the place where a great uh, quality products or are created and also you know we can uh, create a great packaging around them. So we really wanted to have a. a a, a solid book and whenever I've shown the book to, to our you know partners in Scandinavia or, or London they are really surprised and they yeah, I mean it's quite they're unlike a bit anything ashamed else. Yeah. they don't have it even Estonians were really <laughs> uh, jealous about Latvia having the book in this quality and in this shape and, and this kind of you know also photographic quality and design quality so we actually spent uh, nine months uh, producing the book it's very expensive in, in bookstores and Delphi comment uh, com- it's actually sold as well it's actually is, sold yeah. you can buy it in Jans Rose Gramatny it's a book bookstores uh, around the country but of course the, the the best way to order it is to from Red Jacket's office Red Jacket's movement and, and we will be happy to you know to give you whatever gift the number of gifts you want to have but uh, even though we we have a lot of hate comments in Delphi I think that's probably a much better way than really to create uh, tons of more booklets and brochures which actually Latvia have already but you get a lot you said sort of negative comments uh, on price of, of course I mean people right. whenever they see that you know it costs uh, around 50 euros in a bookstore uh, even though it's really good quality uh, book yeah. uh, they, they think we are crazy and we are stealing their taxpayer money or something but uh, even though it, 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 not, this is my the, next question. I mean, <laughs> so are you an official government body that takes taxpayers' money? No, no not really. This is, I think, this is really a bottom-up uh, project, which comes from you know a couple of enthusiasts, uh, several, you know, um, 
people who actually believe that you know our future or or well of the health and wealth of the country really depends how successful are we going to build our brands and and how how do we export them so it's it's basically a project which is really turned into a movement collaborating more than i had i think 50 different organizations and and state uh, like uh, organizations like like ministries and like uh, commerce chamber they all support us uh, mainly uh, mainly morally uh, some of them have bought some of the books but most of the resource who, who keeps us going is first of all energy and enthusiasm and then also a couple of uh, private uh, organizations and supporters of the of the movement and the project's been going what three or four years now yeah it's it's it has been going for for four years yeah. and, uh, and 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 now we're kind of you know one of the the big uh, you know stopover will mm. be latvia 100th anniversary oh, right. when we will have three beautifully designed books and 100 uh, best brands collected in one uh, one uh, interactive platform which are which we have started to build and even though book is a great, you know, souvenir and quality product, you can uh, demonstrate. Of course, we also understand that uh, online uh, and then social media also are great, uh, kind of to 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 share those stories. So for the for the next couple of years, we'll more concentrate. Uh, we will finish the third book, but then we will also concentrate on on developing, you know, this interactive platform where you could, you know, find out that actually Latvia is one of the most amazing places where you can, you know, create your own company, where you can find amazing brands in different industries and, and where you can find on a global map those brands. Mm. And, and actually, if, if you happen to be in Nigeria, you can find that actually there are 27 Latvian brands uh, operating there yeah? and, and so on. So we, we won't actually work on 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 next couple of years until uh latvia's 100th anniversary and 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 not stop there of course to to show the the greatness of latvia not just in in culture or or architecture which we sure are and, and in terms of forest but also in in ideas mm. and, and and brands and so to, to to wrap up over the course of the last few years when this project's been been happening has there been any reaction or any you know, idea of Latvia that you've had communicated to you from the target markets, as it were, that has surprised you? Because sometimes when you're on a project like this, you're concentrating on it so so much that, and then just something pops up that's completely unexpected, an observation from someone. Yeah, it's a good good question. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, really can't... Uh... Well, then, if I might sort of slightly, well, ch- slightly paraphrase okay. it, by the time we get to the centenary... Yeah. What do you think will be the general international idea of what is Latvia? Well, we hope that uh, people all around the world will find that Latvia is is a very you know Latvia is is creative playground. Yeah, that uh, the Latvia is producing amazing amount of talent in different areas and amazing amount of ideas in different uh, areas. So we, I somehow think it will not be you know one product, one industry that Latvia will finally you know show all the world. I think it will still be a diversity of of ideas. Uh, which will be very special in its own way, yeah, and and that's why we are that adding in every book. We are we are adding not just like to every brand story. We are adding one of the you know special talents who come from Latvia or special you know uh, places and events produced in Latvia. And somehow I also think that we will we we will uh, there are some examples nicely demonstrating it that we will blend in the culture where Latvia is very strong in the building brands more and more that we will see. I don't know, performer collaborating with, you know, forestry brand or a 
piano player or composer collaborating with, you know, electronic brand. So these brands aren't separated off from the rest of life. Yeah, somehow they would, you know, they would play part in culture and also Mm. collaborate with those amazing talents in culture and sports and other fields which Latvia can be proud of already. Well, thank you, Andres, for bringing your own amazing talent into the um, studio today. I managed to cover about one third of the topics that I wanted to cover, (laughs) but we're uh, out of time. Uh, I hope you have all enjoyed it out there and I'll be back again probably in another couple of weeks with another Minutes from Latvia. Until then, visu labu. Thanks a lot, Mike, and cheers. Minutes from Latvia with Mike Collier. Produced by Renar Steimans for Latvian Public Media. Find out more at www.lsm.lv.